time on Twin Life Crisis. Forget about plotting out our careers five years from now. We don't even know what direction we want our careers to be heading in five minutes from now, or for that matter, what our careers actually are anymore. We are up the proverbial creek without a damn clue, or even a canoe, a midlife big spend or an affair with some young chap. Nah, we couldn't be bothered with that. So in times of a mega twin life career crisis, who are we gonna call? Our mum, unusual suspect number one. It was early on in the 2000s, just as she turned 50, as her four kids, us two, Rory and Kendall, finally left the nest, when mum or Kit went from audiologist receptionist to audiometrist. As you'll hear, Kit puts her work journey and life in general down to pure luck. Surely finding career clarity can't be as simple as trying something new, hoping for the best and then looking back and only focusing on all the positive stuff? Or can it? Here's Kit's story. Simply try something new just because you can. I never really wanted a career, for starters. I had a career, I was a mother and that was my career, or I thought at the time. But I worked for a uh, in the hearing industry and I thought that I probably, I'd, I'd extended myself with what I knew about and um, as far as the admin went, which was what I was mostly doing. Um, and I just wanted to know more about the how people hear and what they do and, and I how it work, how the hearing works so that I could do my job better. That's all it was really. It wasn't a career as such. So you could make Dad listen to you? So I could try to understand perhaps why he didn't <laughs> listen to me. Good point. Mm. Good point. Get some answers. Yeah, no, that's all it was. I, I just wanted to do the job that I was doing better because I was always a bit of a perfectionist in, in a... See, constantly seeking improvement. Correctly, mm, I good correct. Advice. Yeah, I guess mm. that is sort of what I was what I was doing, and I, I guess I was a bit bored maybe with what I was doing, and I knew I could do more, mm. and the opportunity was there. I think too, when I started it, Kendall had been really sick, and I'd got through all of that, and and by the time I got through that, she'd left school, and Rory had left school, and you two had long gone. I guess I had time on my hands to do something more, I suppose. Trust it will all work out. The worst part about doing the audiometry, I remember, was the um, exams and the interviews and things because I'd not done any of that. Mm. That was awful. Hated it. It was really scary and nerve-wracking. Never had any problem, but I didn't know that I wasn't going to have any problem. It was horrible. I think I didn't know how hard it would be. I think Mm. I didn't know that... (laughs) But of course, you start doing something, you've got to sit an exam and then you've got to sit in front of a panel. You know, I, I don't think I could do that now. I, could, I certainly couldn't do it now. But I, I think at the time I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about getting the information and being better at what I did. And it just sort of fell into everything else. Really pleased that I did it. And really lucky that I was just in the right place at the right time, all those sort of things. Yeah. I was just lucky. I don't think you're lucky. I think you make choices. You made good choices that put you in that position, in a good position. Yeah. Mm. And maybe a bit of luck, but but I think too going outside of your comfort zone. I think you have to do that without even realizing Mm. that that's what you're doing because you were focused on what was going to happen after instead of the process. The process of getting there. What you wanted in the end. Yeah. Mm. You just got to be happy anyway. I think so must be really awful being in a place that you don't want to be really horrible you know when I got that job at um, JB Young's at Batemans Bay 
I was only thinking about this the other day too. I went, um, a girlfriend told me at lunchtime in the bank, she came in to do the banking for that business, that there was a job going in the office because somebody got the sack because they'd done the wrong thing. And I was really cranky with my accountant that day because he had told me I have to go back to be the typist. I was a woman, a woman. I was teller B. I had a good position. I shouldn't have to go back and do, but none of the blokes could do that. So I had to do it. And I said, I didn't want to do it. Sylvia told me about this job. I had an appointment that afternoon. He said, you've got the job. Wow. And I said, oh shit, have I? Because really I was only cranky with Ernie. Yeah. And um, I said, I wasn't expecting you to say that. And he said, you had the job as soon as you said you worked in the bank. So it used to matter, those qualifications yeah, on paper. Yeah, mm. so it was experience. It was experience, mm. but now, now it matters. Change your point of view. You worry that the ironing's not done or the floor isn't clean or that, you know, you worry about everything. Things that seem like a big deal. Today, in three years' time, will you really... Does it really matter? Will you really, really be that you didn't get the house clean, or that you didn't use the same coloured pegs on the clothes? Yes, that's right. I don't do that. She I did, did that. that, and you had the the booties had to be together. Susan only sent me a message, a photo the other day, but this in the last seven days of somebody who'd hung their clo- their children's clothes on the line, all in order, and she said, "I saw this and thought of you." <laughs> Wow, Thirty-five years later, <laughs> that's crazy. Mm. You think that what's happening right now is really important, yep. and it is important now. But in years to come, it's not important, really. Life is all weird, really. Life is just weird. I think you've just got to tell yourself that what you're doing is right, and believe in yourself. I don't know if work can fulfil me. Mm. I think life fulfils me. Yeah. And work is just a part of it. So interesting. That's what that I thought. Sense. You know, what you've got in your home life I think is fulfilling. What you've got in your work life I thought was um I don't know. I don't know that it fulfilled me. I think home fulfilled me. Mm. Work didn't. Don't get too caught up in work. I think for women particularly it is really hard to balance it. I don't know how people balance it to be honest. Mm. I can remember sitting on an in- interview panel at the primary school in Grenfell for a, uh, I was deputy principal, I think, and we had, um, I don't know how many candidates, but we whittled it down to five and only one of them was a woman and she was really, really, really good, but you could see in her CV where she'd taken time off mm. and where she'd taken time off to have a children, the fellows had skipped ahead with their, their qualifications and training and stuff. Mm-hmm. Looking at what happened with her, that showed me that it's really hard to balance it, but I'd never mm. ever thought about it before then. Is it just something that you basically had to force yourself to do anyway? No, I think I wanted to do it. Yeah. I, just, I wanted to work because it gives you that little bit of independence, but I, t- I like talking. Mm. And, you know, there's only so much talking you can do with the kids. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. So mm. it was good to, and I always had work that I could do to fit around what, mm. what you guys yeah. were doing. Yeah, that's true. So I, I think I was really lucky with work. I was just lucky to get... Yeah, but you worked pretty hard. Yeah, but when you're young, you can do yeah. that. It's only when you're 60 you realise you can't. <laughs> We're still going to love Jamie. So how many yeah. years is that? A lot, yeah. You've got 20 to work hard. <laughs> Don't you mean 30? <laughs> 20. Oh. Then you wonder how you did it.
Because yeah, I do. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I bet you do. Mm. I used to chop wood and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, remember. I remember. Did everything. Mm. Everything. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It was what it was. Yeah. What would be your advice once you got to midlife? To midlife? I don't know that... She doesn't know where her midlife is. I don't. I haven't <laughs> no. reached it yet. No, she's still... She's, she no, not really. I have reached it well and truly. I've, I've overtaken it. But I think when you get to midlife, if, because all through life, everything is such has a different perspective. So when you're 20 or when you're 30 or when you're 40 or when you're 45-ish, I guess is what you're saying, midlife, 45, now, now-ish, 45, 50, um, it's really hard because I thought about this question and it's really hard to think back about what you remembered as being important when you were 30 <laughs> yeah. because really... By the time you're 40, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's mm. interesting. So, well, that's mm. what I think anyway. It's done and dusted and it doesn't, I guess, for one thing, it doesn't hurt, doesn't help to dwell on it. But I think as long as people are doing, as long as you're doing what you want to do, like if you're working where you want to work or you're, um, uh, or not working if you don't want to work, I think that's the, the advice that, that, is important at that age you know you just do if you're doing what you want to do it doesn't matter what it is mm. Mm. I reckon what happens if you can't decide what you want to do then you're in trouble <laughs> oh shit it's all about making memories and focusing on the positives all that matters is the memories that you make mm. so the memories that you take from work or you take from work or I take from work and I've got great memories like best memories funniest things happened they're they're fantastic mm. but that's all you got and that's all you leave yeah it's all you leave twins take as a former police officer it felt like my job made me who i was but really i guess work is just a part of who you are your job shouldn't define you that's going to be a hard thought process to change. In the pursuit of job fulfilment as a journalist and copywriter, have I lost sight of the bigger picture? Maybe I've been looking at it all wrong, placing too much emphasis on what I do for work. Maybe my job doesn't need to fulfill me. It is all the other stuff in my life that is fulfilling. Yes, thanks to Cousin Luke for letting us use his music. You can find Luke Armstrong and a whole heap of Aussie performers at the Cordial Factory Grenfell. Yep, yep. 